This title of this episode is called Where Legacy Goes to Die. So, I have um, been uh, lately just watching different like documentaries of things, which is like a thing for me, right? But I um, recently took the time to watch the, uh, uh, a video about the history of Hanukkah. And, um, you know, the celebration comes from, you know, this long um, lineage, lineage of legacy of people, you know, um, standing up for themselves, right? Um, standing up for themselves, kind of going against, you know, what was being imposed on them. Um, these Jewish people um, were, you know, being, um, you know, kind of like the same thing that was done to us in our community when taken away from Africa, um, you know, everything taken away from us, you know, our <clears throat> religion, thought process, uh, what we are allowed to do and not to do, um, and kind of put them in a a new paradigm, you know, that, um, so there was lots of this that was going on. I think I knew that this happened in the world, but I wasn't sure to what degree, right? To what extent. So, but this is kind of how Hanukkah came about. The celebration of it um, is basically like attributed to the uh, martyrs or the, you know, those heroes throughout their time um, that stood up against, you know, people who tried to, um, take away their heritage, right? Take away their heritage, take away their religion, their, their, their culture. Um, so this was though, what I got out of it mostly, um, was, you know, yes, you know, there have been people over the time to stand up and it all kind of started with one man saying, no, he wasn't going to do anything. And then he got killed. And then it was another family, of seven sons and a mom and they were like no we're not you know we're not going to do this and then they were tortured to death and then so there were more and more instances of that and that's kind of how it started um and that, and that's kind of like how it came to be a celebration um even though the celebration was based off of you know a one one like larger period legacy or time of uh of a particular person or their era um kind of like standing up to you know, the powers that be at the time. Um, but the, it stemmed from that one man who was just like, no, we're not, I'll, I'm, I'm not doing this and got murdered. Um, so the crazy thing about it is, um, so these, the Jewish people have, and I don't, don't look, do your own research, right? So like, I'm not going to tell this in the most, um, accurate way <laughs> because I'm just going off my memory or what meant the most for me. Right. But the, so that's so basically it, it was this point in time where like the Jew the Jews have all this power and all this cultural freedom, right? And they're doing what they're wanting to do and they're living how they want to live as they've had, you know, all these people to stand up and say, This is what we're gonna do, right? Um, this era and age of time where that existed. And it got messed up because two brothers <laughs> because two brothers were at war against each other, right? They were splitting heads, um, and um during this time when they were splitting heads, the Roman Empire came in. And then so because they weren't already together, it was easy for them to be conquered because they weren't already together. Right. And 
It made me so frustrated. And I was just like, you know, these people could have, you know, kept their reign, kept, you know, what they had going on, this goodness, this cultureness, this happiness, this proudness, um, this limitless if as they want to live, you know, during this era, if these two brothers who were descendants of the men who started this era, if they could have just came together and not trying to oh you have to do it your way and oh I have to do it my way you know like this whole right or wrong thing and um you know who's to say that you know the Roman Empire when it came in and still conquered them if they were together but it would have been oh they would have had more of a fighting chance right so that's what I took out of the celebration. Like I, I finally understood like where, you know, Hanukkah came from and the menorah and it's like the lighting of the candles um, and um, all of that. So I learned, you know, the history of that or why that is. But what I took from what I learned was really about how the two brothers just kind of ruined the legacy that their family had started to create, you know, for their whole culture, for their whole you know, race, for lack of a better word, of people. And this became more prevalent last night because I was watching another documentary on um, the Gucci family. So um, the Gucci family, the first Gucci that, you know, created it, created the brand, he um, had sons and um, through lineage, you know, it got back, I think it's down to his, like, maybe his grandson or maybe his great-grandson. Um, but I, one, I did not know that that company does not belong to the family anymore. So Gucci is no longer owned by, like, Gucci, like, the family. Um, I didn't know that. Um, prob- maybe people know that. I didn't know that. So I didn't, I mean, so I, I think a lot of times that I think that companies are, like, you know, somebody's a part owner somewhere, like somebody in the family who created this is still there somewhere. And that's just not the case for them. And the reason why it's not the case for them, because it was another riff, another argument. So um, I think when um, one of the sons, the son who had it last, he got, he got, he got Gucci, the company, he got it last by buying out the rest of his family. So when his dad died, it had been passed on to his dad. Part of the company had been passed on to his dad, right? And so he's a grandson of the founder. Um, so it got passed down to him, you know. His dad died, it got passed down to him. And uh so he had his half. And the other half was owned by his uncle and nephew, right? Um so he worked really, really hard. At first, he wanted to buy them out, and he couldn't. And then he worked really, really hard to find a way to buy them out. And then that was the first red flag for me that you would either even try to buy your family out of their portion of the company because it was started, you know, by your granddad, and then his sons had it, and then it's been passed down again to y'all. And I'm just trying to figure out why you would ever, like, try to be the only person with the company, and it was a family business to begin with, Right. Um, so that was a red flag for me, but what I hate about it even more is like, he, um, he couldn't keep up with it. Like he, he couldn't keep up with it. It was losing, you know, billions of dollars and he ended up losing it. Right. And instead of, you know, instead of trying, I guess, 
get his family back into the business or maybe they probably after he bought them out after he bought them out here they probably didn't want anything to do with it especially because he was running into the ground but I just think about how um again it was like you know war you know the war amongst men like the 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 uncle um the uncle the cousin and the and the son you know the grandson they 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 couldn't get it together or the grandson wanted you know all the company or they had this risk and it like ruined their legacy so again like like uh, it's this thing like you know people can come in so now like this corporation owns this family business and to me that made me think about Hanukkah and it made me think about how Rome came and conquered because of the two brothers right the two brothers couldn't get it together they were splitting heads and it was the same thing with the family like the son um getting you know a corporation involved um and he actually got murdered um that's how they come that's how they lost how the family lost the um company completely but even still he involved you know them in order the company uh the corporation in order to even get um his family shares so i was just thinking about how you know We can build, people can build legacies, right? You can build legacies here. You can build a legacy. Your great-grandmother, your great-grandfather, like, people can build legacies. And it can all just be ruined down the line because people care more about their feelings or care more about how they feel or care more about um, what they want to be the right way, what they want to be the wrong way versus... um, versus keeping a legacy versus keeping you know like like I think true homage to anything or to any person or you know true respect to a person that starts something is by not allowing it to end and I just feel like in both of these instances you know like the arguments the rift between families is what kills the legacies and that's why I named this where legacy goes to die um because rifts within your family are what legacy grows to dies and where where it goes to die be and it's just it's unfortunate right and it's just like dang like in both instances it's kind of like you know what could have happened what could have been you know what you know would have matriculated to this day you know even though gucci is still up running and worth you know more money um it's like what it could have been for their family right and it's like to have something. And I'm thinking for me with Gucci, it's even more like heartbreaking because like the name is known and it's making all of this money, but none of it is going to the family. None of it benefits that man's lineage that started and created this. And it wasn't easy, right? He had all these times where he was like busting his ass and, you know, almost losing it and trying to figure out how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do this to hold on to it, to have it, to pass down to his sons. So his sons could pass it down to their sons. And then it just ended up being, oh, you know, now it's just owned by some people. You know what I'm saying? Like a corporation. Um, And I'm just... I'm 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 very concerned with um this for myself, right? Because I 
have so many things that I want to build and I want to build a legacy. And I was watching this video last night about the 10 wealthiest um, families in the world. And the Walters make $4 million an hour. And I can't stop thinking about that. Like, they make $4 million an hour as a family, right? So the family, the Walton family makes $4 million an hour. And I keep thinking about, you know, there were no, you know, whatever you subscribe to, black, brown, African, whatever. There were nobody from, like, African descendants on this list of the 10 wealthiest families. And, um... I made a post about this last night. Like, I almost, like, got upset. And I was like, it's nothing to get upset about. You know, a lot of times I'm learning things in my life that affect me when I start to feel uh, upset or enraged. Or why is there no? And it's like, it, there's, it, it doesn't exist yet. So you make it exist. So now I have this, 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 this yearning for my family to make $5 million uh hour like that's that's the thing like that has to happen like that has to come from me right um because now I know about this like this thing exists and like now I have to and it's not so much I think a part of it is because I'm competitive but I think it's so much just like you know we should be represented in the list of 10 wealthiest families like we should be up there somewhere like you know a lot of these companies are the companies that they are on our backs because we are working in some capacity in large numbers in order to grow these businesses. But at the top, you know, at the list where it matters, we're not there. Um, and that's no shade to the 10 wealthiest families, right? Like, cause kudos to them. That's amazing. So no shade to them, but we need to be represented in that space. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love if the, the, the wealthiest 10 families were all families that were um, of African descent, black, Moorish, whatever, native, aboriginal, whatever you want to call it, right? We should be in that space. One, there's lots more of us than there are others. And I just... Every time it gets to those lists or it gets to, you know, seeing all these great people um, in all these great spaces and we're not there. And it's just a little bit aggravating me for aggravating for me um, because we should be there. So what what I'm talking about this is I feel like, you know, a lot of times in my life, like, you know, I, I'm growing through understanding and learning when to let relationships die and when not. And it's very hard. I'm having a very hard time with it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I end relationships when I'm not supposed to. And I keep relationships when I'm supposed to. And um, I don't want to grow a legacy. And I, you know, ruin my legacy because of an argument. And Rome can come in. Or invest corp can come in and just take away everything I built. And I also don't want to raise a family where that will ever happen. So like maybe, you know, I don't want to be like Gucci and I work my ass off to create this and then two 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 uh, two generations later we fucking lose it. Excuse me. Two generations we let we lose it because these people can't get along. And you know, that starts with me, you know, like if I'm going to, you know, be a part of the start, I have to under, have understanding of what, what's worth losing your legacy. I feel like in both situations of, um, with, um, 
you know, the sons, the Jewish sons that wanted to have their own separate little cults of Judaism, I think. I don't want to say it the wrong way or be disrespectful. They wanted to have their own little sex. Um, like, if they would have known what would have come to be, like, the Roman that came in and conquered them, like, would they have not, you know, would they would have they stayed together? What if they would have moved differently? What if they would have not allowed that to, you know, get in their way? And the same for, um, you know, the Gucci family. Like, I I have to look up how you buy somebody out because I just couldn't be a part of like a legacy like that. Somebody buy me out, and but I I don't know what like the stipulations are for that, um, or like what rule. I don't know. I don't know how that works really enough to speak on it, but. I just feel like even the son that was murdered, like, would you would have bought your family out if you would have known that this was this was this was going to happen? This was the only way you're going to keep it, and that your whole your family was going to lose it. I mean, because you died, and like it didn't go to your girls, it didn't go to your daughters, it didn't. You know, it's not still in your family. And I think we have to look at things like that, like. What is going on in your life that's preventing you from your legacy? And what's going on in your life that's preventing you from having a continuum of um, greatness and growth? And I'm having, you know, like I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's a challenge for me, right? Because it's like, we get to this point in our lives and we're like, okay, so do we try to fix this? whatever you know and build legacy from there or do we move on and 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 build legacy from a new place all right and it just you never know what the right thing is so you have to sit and you have to tell yourself you know you know you have to believe that you're going to make the best choice right but when you start talking about legacy the best choice just can't be for you the best choice has to be for the greater good, the best choice has to be for your kids, for your grandkids, for the things that are going to grow in the world from what you're building. And it's, um, you know, it's not an easy thing. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to make this choice A because this. Or no, I'm going to go and I'm going to make choice B, you know, because this is what I want or this is what I'm more comfortable with. Um, You know, I've heard, like, I've... Our over in the beginning of the year, there was this concept um, introduced to me, like people, you know, remaining married for the purpose of legacy. And I was like, eh. like, I get that concept, but it's like, why do I have to be miserable for legacy? And it's like, that's because that I was saying it from an ignorant space, right? I was saying it for a space of not really understanding legacy not really understanding what legacy is and more importantly I hadn't had these experiences where I've seen what happens when legacy fails or when people give up on their legacy um and so I have a completely different perspective right I have a it's it's stuff has to be bigger than us right like it's it's easy for us to be like, you know, this doesn't make me happy or this doesn't go exactly how I want to go. This isn't perfect, right? This isn't perfect. So I have to go and find, you know, my rendition of perfect. And it's like, does your rendition of perfect come with legacy? Does your rendition of perfect, you know, 
will it grow? You know, is something, is it good enough to be in spaces where we're happy, um, but the happiness ends with us? Isn't it much better to be in spaces where we're content and growth and things can be built? Um, you know, because these 10 wealthiest families, I'm pretty sure a lot of them have the same problems, the same headaches, heartaches, rifts, issues that all the families in the world that have lost their legacies to Roman empires of the world or the invest corps of the world, right? They have, they, they, they've all, they've experienced these same things, but for whatever reason, these 10 families are able to keep their businesses within their families and grow their legacies. And, and because of that, you know, like, they are the wealthiest families in the world, right? And it's, it's, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm a billionaire, you know. But to have a billionaire family is different. You know, like, the fam, like, the, the, like, in the documentary last night, it was like, the Walton family makes $4 million an hour. You know, I think I was like, the last time I was just like uh, taken back about something, it's like when I found out how much Jeff Bezos makes in a in a day, right? I was like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. He makes this much money a day. That's amazing. Like, I want to do that. But for some reason, hearing that a whole family, like as a whole, you know, it's just something about that, something about, you know, it's it's okay to be great alone, but wouldn't it be better to be great with your family, wouldn't it be better to be great together? Because the more people, you know, it's okay. You know, everybody needs to eat, and it feels good to eat good, right? It feels good to eat good, but it feels even better if you know your family is eating good. If you subscribe to that, some people don't, right? But the type of person I am, I like for not just me to be doing good. Like, I like to support other people. I like to build up other people. I want to see other people win. I want to know that, you know, I might be sitting in my house eating great, you know, whatever I want to eat, but so is my cousins. So is my kids' kids, you know? Like, it has to, it has to be about more than just us. Or even our, like, our direct happiness or our happiness for the moment. And it's easier for me to, you know, have this, you know, light or thought process. You know, now that I, um, I see what, like, oh, you know, this is what legacy is. And this is people no longer having legacy, right? Um, so it, it kind of changed my frame of mind. And I just... I wanted to talk about that because I wanted people to start thinking about, you know, um, especially within my community, um, you know, working towards being one of the top 10 wealthiest families in the world, one, but understanding the challenges that go along with that and then taking these things that have happened to other families and letting it inspire you because, um, I feel like a, a part, a portion of my life, I feel like I'm at a standstill. Like, I don't even know what I want from this portion of my life. But, you know, I feel like life is talking to me through these documentaries that I've been watching. Like, you have to understand what you would be giving up in order for you to understand the importance of you 
being together, staying together, right? And that's been, it's just been super, you know, enlightening for me and everybody, you know, you know, we say these colloquialisms all the time, you know, like a fist is stronger than a finger um, and things like of that nature, right? Um, you go further together. So we know all these things, right? We know all these things. We, 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 it makes sense. You know, a group of people can do more than one person can do. Like we know these things, but until we see how they affect lives in a large span, it it doesn't really, you know, really like, oh yeah, I know that. But do I act like I know it? Do I move like I know it? Um, and I think most, more than likely we don't, right? Because if we did, there were, we would have some representation of the <laughs> where the 10 wealthiest families of the world. Um, so I think it's super important uh, for us to start thinking about that and us to, you know, um, get to the point of the, that we're doing business with family and that we're staying in business with our families um, and getting to the point that we're staying in um, situations and relationships that are going to benefit our lineage. Um, because granted, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm saying like, oh yeah, my family is going to be, you know, one of the top 10 families in the world. Like one day we're going to beat the Walton's number, the $5 million an hour. Um, but I might not see it though. Right. And I have to be comfortable with the fact that I might not see it, but I have to be super intentional, um, in order to start that. I hope to see it. Like I'm, I, I, I like to, I, I want to see the fruits of my labor, bro. But still, I have the understanding that I might not. Um, but that it can still happen if I start today, right? So I wanted that to be the challenge, right? I want to challenge you to start having a mind focused on legacy and what can and what can grow from you and what can grow from your relationships, like your relationships with your spouse. Or your relationships with their siblings, or your relationships um, with people that you prescribe to be your family. I'm a person who um, has a you know a different family than the family I was born into, and I think there's a lot of us in the world that that ha- has been the case, but. Um, I just wanted to to say the message that because you're born in a family and you you are the black sheep of that family, you can go and find another family where you're the golden child. It's possible, and it's possible to build a legacy with your new family. Um, so, do you always have to stay in places and build legacy where you are? No, but you do have to build legacy. So you do have to learn to get past certain things, and you do have to learn to, you know, make up um, and. Um, grow right. Have to you have to understand that growing together is gonna look different than growing individually. But growing together is more important for your not your life, but for the life of your children, 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 for your legacy and having a happy life and going, you know, having a happy life and being content, you know, on this world for you know, 60, 70, 80 years, however long that you live is good. But creating something that's going to last for hundreds of years is is way more impactful. So I would just um, encourage everybody to challenge themselves to work on or put, you know, the impact 
first, right? Put your impact that you want to have on this world over your current feelings. And, you know, that is what I'm challenging for myself. And that's what I want to challenge you all to do as well.